My name is James Alvarado. I am the lead 15-minute break specialist at the Hard Audio Cables offices. I am joined, as always, by Zachary here in Tyler, Texas with me. Hello, everyone. Patrick over in Boston. Hello. And lastly, Hannah. And Leasley. Hi. Oh, Zach, that was me. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? Great. This is a nice, beautiful Friday night. It is. It, it well, if you're listening to it, it's a. It may well, it could be any day of the week, but probably a Tuesday. <laughs> I guess you, we can't really control what day you listen to it. I like to think we're joining them on their morning commute. Could be. We yes. are joining them in the future. Slowly putting right. them back back to sleep. But it's the present for them. I don't know. <laughs> so let's jump right into our topics what what have you guys been listening to this week aside from our assigned homework i can't I just, remember today i mostly listened to that uh 190s country song on repeat which one that one bye bye by joe d messina on i don't know if i know bye that bye love i'll catch you later oh zach i thought you were wearing the shirt oh you no sorry that's just comedic timing it was just pan down to show <laughs> yeah i'm his number one fan that's a, that's a good song pat interesting can we keep that singing in please we should sure uh i've been listening to my own playlist that i created for the hard audio cables spotify account I listen to your playlist. Yeah, that's all too. I've been listening I to. I refuse to well. listen to it. Except James and I share a, f- a unpaid Spotify account, so we can't both listen at the same <laughs> no, time. No, we can't. It's kind of annoying. Kind of mm. tough. But uh, it's tough on us. Someone buy a cable and help these people out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> pay for it's really Spotify sad. Subscription. <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, I made that just. I was telling Hannah, I just put my library on shuffle. Like it has an automatic playlist that auto-populates based off songs i like rate mm-hmm. high rate highly right and i just this is not in spotify in your this isn't foobar in foobar my, my own yeah. personal music library that's um very heavily tended to i'm a psycho and uh you know i thought you were gonna say it's lossless <laughs> no it is definitely lossy i don't uh, have the hard drive space for lossless audio uh, you know, I just decided, okay, I'll, I'll shuffle the first 100 songs on that playlist. And, you know, I felt like the shuffle gods were on my side that day. They just, it, it came out really good. I was happy with what came up. I liked, I liked the playlist. Good. The first time I listened to your playlist, I shuffled it. And the first song was The Abominable Iron Sloth. Oh, yeah. Great. Nice. So I felt very blessed. Great band. Mm. Shuffle bless. I already found a couple of new things that I hadn't heard before from your oh, yeah. what was the song that you really liked patrick that you heard on it i liked the rolling coastal rolling blackouts coastal fever song yeah. that was on there um i also like that song uh i like the the band the dead milkmen i had never oh, heard i them love before, that band but that's like, like an the 80s, 80s kind of punk band yeah, yeah like a nerd punk, punk yeah. which is great yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um 
the band Mighty, which is a pain to freaking Google if you're trying to look them up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they put out an EP this week, the week of recording, so like mid-November, um, and it's actually pretty good. I don't know if you guys have listened to them. They're, I think they're Atlanta-based. They're at least they're. I haven't. Heard their them. social circle is Atlanta-based because they're like sounds familiar. I think they're on Favorite Gentlemen, which is like Andy Hole mm-hmm. and like a, the Manchester Orchestra guys uh, are involved in that record label, and like uh, one of the guys from uh, Group Love produced one of their albums, and then like some of the O Brother guys kind of contribute on there. Uh, it's really good though. So if you're into any of those bands, just check that out. Mighty. All right. One word. It's a lot of Atlanta fellas. Yeah. A town. <laughs> the album cover has a lot of fellas on it. <laughs> this particular fella. <laughs> so why are we here today? Hannah, would you like to introduce Just the album here. we're talking about? Yeah, so this week we all listened to the album Brat by Namdi. Namdi Brat. It came out earlier this year in April on Super Records. Um, Namdi is pretty active in just the indie music scene in Chicago, has been involved with numerous other projects. Um, I, in my notes, typed including, and then I stopped there. So I don't actually have them memorized. Anyone in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but I know, like, I was just Googling a little bit before this, and, like, he did, like, a set with Slow Mass, like, a couple months ago. What? Like, just, I feel like if any indie band in Chicago, I feel like he kind of, like, has dabbled yeah, in. Yeah, so just, like, a quick fact. Um, Slow Mass has a Reddit account. And their only comment, which they they created a Reddit account, I guess, like seven or eight months ago, just to comment on Namdi's AMA. And they've not used it since. Nice. Which is hilarious. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I randomly saw like on their Instagram, just like maybe earlier today or like yesterday, like a story that was just like a video of like Namdi from across the street. Like they had just literally like ran into him. (laughs) It was like Namdi and he just like waved. (laughs) That's funny. So they appear to be buds. Um, But... The other note that I put is, we're the same age, quest, or exclamation point. Damn, um, so like twice my age. Yeah, twice Zach's age. Um, what what age is yeah. that? I don't know. You'll have to look it up. But yeah, I feel like that was kind of all I had for an intro. Um, I did. I was not really familiar with him. It was like, you know, a name I had heard, but hadn't listened to you know any of his bands necessarily until like this year when this album came out and I just feel like I heard a lot about it so I was like yeah I'm gonna check that out and like I was intrigued by the album art like I thought it was really interesting um so I listened to it and I liked it a lot so I've listened to it a lot this year um and I thought that you guys might like it too he's already followed it up with another album yeah I know he's released like three things this year I think oh yeah yeah so it's pretty cool um so Zach, what did you think? I loved it. Yeah, um, I felt like you were gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this legitimately like when I put this album on. So, flowers from my demons. It's it's kind of her flowers to my demons. It's kind of funny because when I first jam- like my initial thoughts listening to this album, I was like, I don't know if I can do a full album of this. Like just on yeah. the first like thirty seconds, right. and then once the song like starts to pick up and really gets into it, I fell mm-hmm. in love with it and like 
Thanks. I just liked it like every step of the way. It was, uh, I mean this in the nicest way possible. It's probably the first album pick that I haven't felt like that, that I've never been. I haven't said like, "Hey, I need to sit down and listen to this week's album." I've actually just like put this on because I had the song stuck in my head and really wanted to jam them. Yeah. So sorry if I'm disrespecting everyone else's picks ever, but <laughs> it just you know, uh, but it's like it's cool because it's like it's one of those albums where you're like. You listen to it and you like picture yourself being friends with this person, you know. Mm-hmm. You're like this, like yeah. it, he seems like such a like down to earth, normal dude, like just yeah, making he cool music. Does. Like he seems very cool. Yeah, I don't. Know. I I loved it a lot. I I love the whole thing. Like there's a there's a lot going on. Um, mm-hmm. Like we can get into like lyrics and stuff later, but I, it's a very relatable album because it's kind of like it's kind of about being our age, but like staying in the arts. Like I felt like it was it was very mm-hmm. much like about being in this weird place in life where like um you're making music or you're making art or whatever and you're 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 trying to make a living off of it but like at the same time you feel like you you're kind of letting like your family down and stuff mm-hmm. um I, I mean like glass casket kind of is the big part where that shines through which I, yeah, has anyone seen sure. the the video for that no, it's, I watched a couple of the videos, but I did not watch that one. That one's very good. That one's a cool. an out. Adult Swim animated one. Yeah, I saw it like suggested yeah. on the side, but cool. I just ran out of time. But yeah, <laughs> sweet, cool. What about you, Patrick? Uh, I like this album. It's one of those albums that I feel like I like it more intellectually, but I don't. Like it's not a hundred percent in my wheelhouse necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the songs are are like more in my alley, I guess, and those ones I really really like. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's not like something that I would necessarily think to put on a lot. But um, I feel like I respect it as an artistic achievement. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, we know what you're Patrick saying. Patrick hates it. But there are a couple of songs on here that I really, really like. Sweet. What about you, James? What did you think? I liked it. Had maybe similar feelings to Patrick in that mm-hmm. he touches on a lot of styli- styles, right? Changes stylistically throughout. Yeah, there's and a lot so, of different styles represented, I feel. I mean, the chances of it, you know, being what you're into can change <laughs> depending on what song you're on mm-hmm. you know so um that was a factor for me i really liked it but uh i also found maybe i like it as an album that if i hear it if i'm like in, in the middle of doing something it's great i like it mm-hmm. i want to hear it in the background but if like i'm in a on a bus or a plane and I want to listen to an album and that's all I'm doing is listening to an album. I don't know that this would be the one I reach for because I felt like in that context, it sort of, there's a few things that I have gripes with maybe about it, but I, the, one of my main takeaways though, is this guy is like extremely talented. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. He played every instrument except for like some strings on one of the tracks, I think. Uh, yeah, that's especially cool. watching that that video that I, you sent that out, James. I yeah, think, yeah, that the, was my the YouTube video, oh. and, and like watching that, it's like wow, mm-hmm. it, it made me appreciate that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. even more. That was already one of my 
favorite songs on that the album. That, but it was like a live video of Flowers and Night Demons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He starts off like playing that that guitar riff, mm-hmm. and then t- like loops it and hops on the drums and just shreds. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's cool. So I had that same reaction, and um, that was the only thing I really looked up. I tr- I started to look up YouTube videos and stuff, and I was like, "Wow, there's a ton of crap." Like he's done a lot of work already. Not crap, you know what I mean? There's just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, and it's like, yeah, he seems like one of those people, or like one of those musicians that's just like always busy, yeah, yeah. you know, like always yeah. doing always something. Doing which something, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, he's had like three releases this so year. So that's a little so daunting like, to get into. So I just kind of stopped, and I just decided I'm yeah. gonna. It is like I honestly haven't listened to a ton other than Brat. Um, yeah, I listened to like a couple of other things, just like hopping around on Bandcamp, but. No, I didn't go too deep. Zach, did you like dive pretty deep or what? I listened to, I can't remember the name of it, but I sent you guys, like, because he was in that instrumental, like, math rock kind of band. Mm-hmm. I listened to a little bit of that. And then some of his early stuff. I think Monobody was that band. Mo- right? Yeah, that's yes. right. That's what some I was of his early say. stuff is a little more math rocky too, like, just under the name Nandi. That mm-hmm. was pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say that I feel most likely to want to. Go check out Monobody next after listening mm-hmm. to this record. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to. I'm do a little that afraid there. it's going to just sound like an Animals as Leaders thing or something, which I am not into <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it, maybe it sounds more like some of the stuff on this record where I felt like when he does play the drums, does explore some of the mathy stuff, it sounds more like Hella mm-hmm. or Boyfriends and stuff like that rather than the really nerdy Animals as Leaders stuff, which I think is just really boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. Like, the it's kind of like Animals as Leaders is kind of showing off. Like, you're like, cool, you can play your instrument pretty well, but like, nothing they've ever put out has made me like want to listen to a full album. I've listened to like one or two tracks and been like, sweet, you're good at guitar. What, I your drummer feels like him. he needs to lay down. There's no hooks, so I don't care about it. I'm a very <laughs> hook oriented person, and uh, I think that's aren't we all? Well, some people. I think are are less so. I feel like a lot of people I work with love that progressive math type music, and I'm just like, there's no hooks. Like, what are you guys liking here? I mean, it's like, yeah, the person is good at guitar, but like, even if I want to listen to somebody that's like really good at guitar, that's not what my mind yeah goes to. Yeah, we see your grateful dead shirt. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I don't think Jerry Garcia is that good at guitar. Yeah, he's not. (laughs) He's like, I mean, he's good. He's He's better than me, but like. A lot of times, I mean, especially I mean, when you listen to like live you songs, you have your it, own ice cream named after you, Patrick. Especially when you <laughs> listen to live Grateful Dead recordings, it's like, uh, you know, okay, that was a fine solo. <laughs> there were some weird notes in there. Well, that was a good answer. I'm glad I asked you that. Yeah. So for me, um, I think like my favorite parts of this album are I really like tracks one through three, just kind of that whole run, how they kind of just yeah, like, yeah. yeah you know like melt into each other very, i think that's really cool and then the last start. song i think is amazing i agree yeah salute it's great very, yeah. Uh, yeah very strong start very strong finish to the album yes, yes. i liked it all the way through just to be honest mm-hmm. i think it was pretty cool it was it was like really well written and especially like there's kind of like that leap motif that goes on it persists throughout the album of um i i don't remember which song it starts on i don't think it's in flowers my demons but it might be the mm-hmm. like I need you I need something new that 
he finds a way to work that kind of motif in yeah. in every song in some manner and it's it kind of gets creative like he's not just throwing it in there it's it's kind of a cool way to approach it yeah i feel like zach picked up on so much of the lyrics like i was gonna say like i mean i've listened to this album a number of times and i've i don't know for whatever reason like i just couldn't crack the code on the lyrics oh, like really? i didn't really pick up on anything but yeah um so i'm interested to hear all these uh takes and it's kind of making me interested to go back and and hear those i will um, say it's kind of did atypical you at least catch the shout out to lil b oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. definitely <laughs> heard that say. i love lil b and i definitely caught that um <laughs> shout out lil b. Wait. that was a high point so what what yeah. were everybody's favorite tracks i mean honestly one in the last one probably for me okay but like one two and three i really like a lot like i kind of consider that like one track to me yeah it could be and then the last song yeah yeah my favorites my are favorite. flowers to my demons perfect in my mind uh it's okay and salute um yeah which, perfect in my mind my only note about that was that it almost sounded like broken social scene to me oh. yeah it's definitely like one of the more like traditional indie rock sounding yeah, songs which like is rock. part of why i like it especially um, that noisy intro like yeah like, that kind of seems like something like one of those bands would put on as like a an album intro mm-hmm. i had that that intro sounded like boyfriends that austin math rock band no broken social scene james you got it wrong <laughs> um what, I, so i i really liked um glass casket like mm-hmm, that's the slow one yeah i like that one a lot yeah. um, oh, i like that one too yeah and then semantics is very 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 oh good. semantics yeah i also like that one that so, one is kind of like a heavier song for him like it's every time i listen to glass casket it I wish I was a farmer. Maybe it reminded me of the cube life because I sat next to a guy that <laughs> would always say like when he would get stressed during the day or like have some bad news coming, be like, I wish I was a farmer. He would say that every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Aww. laughs> I would just think of him, you know, just like Eeyore saying. I, and you would look at him and say, I wish I was an astronaut. I wish I was an astronaut. Yeah. yeah. Namdi stole your cubicle conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really liked... It's okay, and then into salute, like. Mm-hmm. It's okay good. was one of my favorites. I wanted to nominate that to put in the playlist. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And salute was very good too. But um, it's hard. I mean, yeah, there's some really standout tracks on here. Yeah, like when those drums yeah. kicking in salute, like it just, it just gets me going, man. I'm just pumped. I don't even yeah, need coffee. Just, just need those drums. <laughs> yeah. How did? Wait, hold I on, Patrick. It. How do you like the snare? Um, it, kind of unremarkable, I would say. I mean, not not good or bad. Okay, but, okay, okay. Uh, no, so not a. It's understandable. I feel like it, it's you can tell that he hits the drum really well, mm-hmm. and I like that about it. Um, he seems like classically trained, like just watching him play. Yeah, you know, the, just the overall sound in the mix. I feel like it could pop a little more or something, but okay. no, just I'll keep that in mind. I'm griping. <laughs> so about, I am, you know, technicalities here. Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier that I thought Monobody would be what I'd be most likely to check out next, and yeah, mostly because I think Zach might have told me he plays drums in that band, and I I yeah. thought mm-hmm. the moments where there were drum playing on on the tracks were some of my favorite on the album. Yeah, and I'm interested to hear that because I think stylistically he plays really, really interestingly. You know, it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did you guys have any least favorite tracks? Uh, uh, um, nah. 
I, my gripes are maybe more with sequencing. I thought everyone I loved wasted a little bit of glass casket, I guess. Like, I, I wanted to see... I thought maybe something else could have been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. I didn't really have, like, least favorite tracks, but I feel like everyone I loved... Um... I liked, but I almost feel like it was like a little bit too jazzy for me, like, mm. or something. I don't know. Like, I like it, but it's almost like what Patrick was saying, like, where there's not like a hook that grabs you or something. Mm. Like, you're kind of like, this is cool. Like, I can tell this is a good song, but. I get why he placed it where he did. Because, like, the, those but, first like, three songs yeah. are really, really good. Really good. Like, mm-hmm. uh, bangers. And that kind of feels like a, a release or a break, you know? Mm-hmm. But I kind of. I wish that the song Perfect in my mind would have been in that spot. Gotcha. I thought Really Don't was okay. Mm -hmm. It was just a quick minute. But I mean, like thematically, I can see because it's like Mm -hmm. I I get lyrically why it's there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there are a couple in like the second half of the album that, you know, they kind of just like ended before they really like went anywhere. And I feel yeah. like that was one that fell into that category, which was maybe, you know, intentional. Yeah, that was one I really didn't, didn't, um, that was my least favorite too. Care for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I liked every track on this album, but yeah, like that's if, where I am too. if one wasn't going to make the cut, if I was like, if the record label was like, we're only shipping 11 songs, <laughs> I would just, I would that shoot, would shoot that one in the head right there. Yeah. Shoot in the head. Call your family. Give them another ring. Yeah. Make sure they okay. Make sure they okay. I would also like want to sit down with that record label and ask them why 11 songs is what they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so Zach, you were talking about like the music videos. I just watched the ones for Wasted and Gimme Gimme. And mm-hmm. I thought they were fun. Like to me, they were kind of like a cool mix of kind of like home video and also like comic book style like they yeah. seemed like low budget but like yeah. well done um i don't know i appreciated them like i didn't the watch of... them what what were they generally gimme gimme was like basically about like ice cream and like you know gimme gimme kind of mm-hmm. so like i feel like that made sense but then just like a lot of like kind of comic book style or not like comic book but just like what's the word i'm looking for i don't know just like supernatural-esque like things happening like to his face like his eyes like bulging and mm-hmm. like things like that mm-hmm. would just be like so like surrealist yeah like surrealist stuff i guess um and then wasted was like actually very focused on like the album art like it was like him just like sitting with all that stuff like the balloon and mm-hmm. like a pinata and like a stuffed thing and then just kind of like manipulating it in different ways and then it cut to like some kind of like home recording type footage of like people like beating him up and like him running and I don't know. <laughs> Just watch it, I guess. But, you know, I thought it was nice. Oh, I thought that Gimme Gimme song for being so different from Flowers to My Demons, it was cool how it transitioned and mm-hmm. still sounded mm-hmm. like it could have been part of the same song. Mm-hmm. Right, I thought that was yeah. neat. And Namdi came through with the hot sauce. That three song suite or whatever yep. to start the album. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It um, it made me wonder what it would what the experience would be like live to see that. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering that too. I, I like, would have high hopes for it. You know, it also yeah. was something I thought about when I was listening to that. When, or when I saw that video that you posted, James, like the live. 
So when I first listened to Flowers to My Demons, um, I thought he was pitch shifting his voice up very oh, high. Oh, yeah. No. And uh, no, like he, he's got some range. Like he can sing. I mean, there's definitely effects on his vocals in that song, but like I, I thought he was straight up was just kind of like screwing around and pitch shifting his voice around. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that actually kind of gets into maybe some of my gripes is like I appreciate the talent skill it takes to sing that way but mm-hmm. there were some times where I didn't really care for some of the vocal styles he was switching to like mm-hmm. on gimme gimme when he does the high pitch gimme gimme thing like nah dude that's the hook right there didn't really care for it we are the know? fish and that is a baited hook like I always <laughs> felt like if that wasn't there I would probably like the song more so that's just me I don't know you just don't get it James I don't. yeah you don't get it I don't it's not heavy enough for you that's why I don't like animals as leaders I don't get it <laughs> <laughs> they animals as leaders did not come through with the hot sauce but Nomni <laughs> did yeah i mean i get what you're saying but i feel like most of what he does on this album does land you know like a lot of yeah. it is like weird and like you know yeah well it sounds definitely like, it's definitely like know, he's doing like exactly what he wants to do yeah but i feel like most of it does work yeah you know? like maybe there's small moments where it's kind of like uh eh, you know maybe something else would have been better maybe that could have been cut out but by and large to me like most of it lands and like I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, even that oink and wasted lands. <laughs> and like the sneeze of the like yeah, your first track. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool yeah. uh, nod to like a mumble rap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked seeing that on like the live thing you sent. Um, the little chew. I guess I sort of, I don't know why I have so many gripes, I guess, about it. Because I, I did like it. I did enjoy it. Like I said, and I, mm-hmm. Zach was with me at the office today and knows how much, how he, much I had the songs in my head and just kept singing yeah. them. We just kept oh, singing Namdi came through with the hot sauce over <laughs> Something and over. Something like that. Uh, and he kept trying to get my opinion and I said, this is, we're embargo. This is pre-podcast. That's what he does to me literally all week. He'll just like telegram me like, so what do you think of, <laughs> like, even like things like thou that like we've talked yeah. about many times. He's like, so what did you think of You're going to get. Like, your James. your clearance revoked. Your One, top you secret know, but podcast clearance. Like, we're not gonna discuss hey, excuse it. Excuse me for trying to have a conversation with you guys outside of the podcast. Okay. You can ask me about literally any other album that exists in James, the world. We only talk about cables and tracking numbers and shipping times. And mean outside of the podcast. And mean emails. And mean emails. <laughs> That's it. Um. So. I thought. I think maybe this is more of a case of, you know, he's building loops and stuff. And so that's sort of a limiting factor in this. But I wish someone like the cool, he really knows how to like put together a really awesome sounding multi-instrumental flourish. That sounds great when it all comes together. But mm-hmm. it always feels like it takes a little too long to get to that point sometimes. Or like I want him to, why don't you start a song that way? But if he's just one dude building a track you know and doing that live then well that's a limiting factor there right and there's not much you can uh do about that and then i feel like sort of he comes up with these really really cool catchy sounding ideas and that becomes the basis for his song and um maybe sort of and that's a problem well what I guess I'm saying, or it's interesting sounding, but it doesn't really end up 
fleshing itself out into like a fully realized narrative or something that feels satisfying to me. And I wish that okay. I think he has the talent to do that. So it's like, I would mm-hmm. sort of wish like, okay, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So not to get all like, I, I feel like perfect in my mind is one of the songs that does flesh itself out mm-hmm. most fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I like that song. Yeah, so, like, to your other point, James, like, I was just going to say not to get, like, too, you know, into, like, the Pitchfork reviews again, but <laughs> I did read the Pitchfork re- review for this a while ago, not really in preparation for this, but I remember, you know, they gave it, like, a seven or, Let you me know, say kind what of I what you would expect. That's what they gave it. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyways, and there, if I remember correctly, their, like, main critique was just kind of, like, you know, this is a really interesting album, has, like, a lot of great moments, but, like, they kind of thought it was, like not quite like it has like all the ingredients to be like great but then he doesn't quite take it there and they're like probably like his next like real album is gonna be like a masterpiece well was like kind of their take which like we'll see that's what i was kind of wanting to say is like yeah that was like i feel like that was related to what you're so talented that he has that in him right that's kind of what they're what they were saying sort of like i feel like the the lyrics and stuff for the songs felt personal but they didn't seem I don't know. I get the impression that he's like a dude that has a lot to him, right? And I, I would kind of see, see maybe like release some music that really shows the more raw aspect of yourself or something. But if that's not what he enjoys doing, then I don't want to like tell him that's what he should do. But that's sort of like what I, as a listener, <laughs> kind of want to see him do, you know. Gotcha. Which I mean, it, I don't deserve him doing that. You know, he it's, it's up to him, whatever he wants to do. But um. <laughs> I guess sort of that's kind of what I I felt. I just felt wanting after listening to it a bunch of times in that sort of uh, way, you know. And then so songs like Everything I Loved, Wasted in Glass Casket, I felt sort of like they could have been 30 seconds long and sort of gotten the same thing. Not 30 seconds, but shorter. Untrue, yeah. and, And gotten some of the same stuff across and... Yeah. See, I well, I, I and think I, that... I sound really negative, but I really liked it. Like, uh, <laughs> it's I a mean, fight for glass casket. <laughs> real quick, this has been a super time. memorable. It's a super memorable record. Like, it's it's really fun <laughs> and and uh, yeah. good listen. So, can we talk about it's okay? There's no need to pretend. Yeah. Sure. Like lyrically, maybe you my, know what? No, favorite. we're not going to talk about it. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Go on. yeah, what were your thoughts Sorry. on that, James? Probably, probably my favorite all-around song, I guess. Um, I thought it sounded sort of like an IDM song at times. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's got those drum rushes mm-hmm. in there. And then I just really liked the climax. It was a good climax. That song had a good build-up. and It's mm-hmm. one of the longer songs on the album, and it feels warranted. You know, it's a good mm-hmm. song. And it's a pretty repetitive song lyrically, but mm-hmm. I guess you think it's warranted. Just trying to hammer that theme home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Salute is a similar, mm-hmm. or it's just a well-constructed song too. Yeah, Salute is cool because it's just like a build the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Is that is that a bass at the beginning of Salute? Or was it a guitar? 
I couldn't tell. It was kind of hard to be either. Yeah, it was kind of hard to tell because it was just like kind of in that in that mid range, you know. But yeah, it's groovy though. It's kind of like a funk riff, just like a weird rhythm of like picking the same note. Yeah, and no, it's like so all all around like it's a cool album that brings in a lot of influences of like if you were like pick a genre on this, like it'd be kind of hard to just like pick, you know, like your foobar tags are gonna be screwed up on this one. Well, mm-hmm. the great thing about Cause... Foobar is you can have multiple tags. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's the beauty of it. Just tag it indie. Yeah. <laughs> but put, it does, you know, like, it's got some R&B and, like, some... Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's very, yeah. very diverse, very varied. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, one of my favorite things about it. Me too. I like that sure. aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, does anyone have any stray thoughts before we talk about going to the Nomdi show? Patrick. What is what do you guys think the lyrics to the song salute are about? I don't know. This one, like to me, I was like I'm not sure what they're yeah. about. I've read them and I still don't know. Same. Zach. <laughs> I feel like um, you're gonna be able to tell us. It seems somehow related to God. Salute to my Lord. Silent and above he remains. Yeah, I mean he's a Obviously, like, my Lord. but like but... I'm not sure what his perspective is. Yeah, I mean it just kind of feels like kind of a like maybe you're missing god in your life kind of thing you know like maybe he like kind of like the um the thought of like you know miracles and good things are happening to everyone else around me mm-hmm. you know um you know i heard you visit king so why don't you visit me you know mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. i like the vibe you know and like this the yearning in these lyrics that yeah. like or it's the they seem very sincere and like yeah just the way the lyrics are constructed and delivered Mm-hmm. But I couldn't quite crack the code on what I thought the yeah. I mean, silent and above he remains. It's kind of mm-hmm. you know he kind of answers it in the beginning, I guess. But yeah, I it's weird because it's like. But is I, I'm not sure if it's someone who's given up that a visit could come. You know. Yeah, it's hard to tell because like the song is kind of upbeat. You know, like yeah. It's kind of hard to tell if, like, this is, like, a... Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, you know? You kind of get in, like, some weird mix. I mean, and I here, basically but... just assume that everyone in indie rock is atheist, but it's not <laughs> yeah. always true. Yeah, not always true. Yeah, I haven't read any, like, interviews, really, yeah. with him. There was, and I didn't, I didn't read it, but maybe I should have before this, but there's an interview where he breaks down each song. Oh, um, absolutely. Go find that. So one. that'd be yeah, cool to, to you know, because um, I mean that's stressed. Str- I'll read after this, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of you know your primary source is telling you what it's about, but we can just speculate. That's fine. <laughs> um, More fun that. Sometimes way. it can be worse to find out the truth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, here's the thing: if you make art and everyone else tells you what it's about, it could be about that. Doesn't matter what you say in it. Then right? you're probably doing okay for yourself. That's right. It's more of a postmodernist take on it, but yeah, I tend to agree with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you get out of it what you what you think, you know. That reminds me, we didn't talk about the album art. We didn't. You, you touched on it a little bit. I did, but, but yeah, um, but yeah. Before it's I think the album art is like, I it's just like perfect for an album called Brat, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah, it's the artist Namdi is pictured on the cover, which you don't always see these days um he's wearing a silver outfit uh shorts and a, and a silver shorts and a silver shirt 
he has a sort of pink uh like toy princess tiara on uh is holding a pink balloon on a blue background the tiara actually says brat too which i didn't oh does I, it yeah mm-hmm. i can't read it from I, here you can see that better in like some of the music yeah. video where he's wearing yeah, it. So yeah. and he's making sort of a bratty pouting face mm-hmm. i think um, there might be like a tear rolling yeah down i his, think there is yeah down his cheek it's a very striking image mm-hmm. gets your attention sure yeah and i think primes it goes you with for the, the album title to, that's to come. the title perfectly to me brat which, yeah, like, to me, I think that was, like, just one of the first things I noticed about it was just, like, the title. First of all, I was, like, any album that's named, like, Brat with, like, that artwork, I, like, definitely want to listen to. <laughs> and then, yeah, it didn't disappoint. Yeah, I did. I recommended this album to a couple of friends, and one of them immediately was, like, I'm going to listen to this based on the album art regardless. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Yeah, it's very striking. But, yeah, I feel like the album art is kind of, I don't know, like, it's very similar to, like, what I was describing with like the music videos where it's like very well done, you know, but like there's nothing like crazy or like high budget about it or anything, you know, like it's, but it's just like fits and I don't know, just like well executed. It looks good. It's good album art. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. So James, if he was playing in your town tonight, would you go? I think yes. You know, before the episode, what I wanted to say was if he was touring with a band, I would go for sure. If he was touring by himself, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would be as into it. But after talking about it some more, I think I'll be down to go either way. But I guess if he did tour with a band, I'd be more interested in going to see that. Yeah, I think that would be definitely cool to like see him. I mean, it'd be cool to like see him like hopping around on instruments, too. But, you know, I would definitely like seeing him with a full band. Um, I also feel, I mean, I haven't honestly looked at like his touring history and like what he's had, but I feel like, I don't know, he would have like really good openers or like would maybe be touring like with another act. That's probably like really good. Yeah. I feel so. like he's like someone you could tag on to like a bunch of different diverse tours as well. Cause like we talked about mm-hmm. slow mass. I could see him opening or like having like playing with slow mass or like, yeah. Or actually who was it? He actually got like, hold on. You like open for like some really big, oh like Wilco or something. Oh wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, he was on like a like festival circuit with. I might be wrong, but like I think with like Wilco and like someone else. I meant to write this down because I was like, what? I'm just gonna say I'm very yeah. Wilco Slater, Kenny, and Nomdi. Wow. Okay. So we're supposed to do a summer tour, but then COVID happened. A very (laughs) interesting lineup. Like. Yeah, I could see like so like that was pretty big for him, you know. Like a word see, association, like, like going Wilco to Slater Kenny. Like yeah. you don't think Nomdi's the third band, but if it was like I don't like Wilco to like any other random band, I could draw the line there. But like, yeah, yeah, I know. I was surprised when I saw that too, but I'm like, hey. But also, like, nice. I feel like anyone that's a fan of any of those bands is probably a cool person. Just gonna put that out there. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like I feel like it's like you know, anyone could like this album for sure. So, Zach, what about you? You wouldn't go to the show, right? I'm guessing nah. you'd stay home in your PJs. Nah, this is one of those ones that I would show up in my PJs. I've actually <laughs> got this nice Stormtrooper onesie that I feel like I would fit right in oh, I believe at okay. the show. There you go. I'd be that weird guy. Perfect. Nah. Yeah. I would and love I actually to already have this on, on vinyl, so I wouldn't be buying that, but I uh, might get, like, a Brat t-shirt. I would really yeah, want Yeah, I was available. actually thinking the same thing. Like, if, if I could get this album cover on, like, a, like, just, like, a black hoodie with, like, the, the album cover yeah. on it, that'd be dope. 
I, I really want the first three tracks to be played back to back. If he doesn't like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to have to tweet that you're at gonna someone. You're going to pencil in his set list for him. You know, I, I might fleet that at somebody. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? Oh, yeah. Definitely be there. All right. Whose choice is next? I think it's the person wearing the Grateful Dead shirt. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Oh, that's all of us, though. Hey, before we talk about that, too, I wanted to say I have revisited Bird and Peace. And uh, I like that song, Athlete, more than I did before. After I heard wow. heard Patrick talk about it. <laughs> I actually think that's the best album I've ever heard. And I actually feel like maybe I my opinion has improved on it, on the album as a whole more. Than Are we going to do like a follow-up wow. episode where we all just like, Apparently. let's talk about the last month of episodes where like <laughs> our takes were wrong. Anyway. Cool. What's your pick, Pat? Next week, we're going to listen to Soul Food by Goody Mob. Ooh. Sweet. The classic Atlanta hip hop album from 1995. It's crazy to think about how old that is now, but it still sounds fresh. It's only five years, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's only five years. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. Satch wasn't even a glint in his father's eye. Thanks for listening. Next week we're doing Soul Food by Goody Mob. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to send us an email with your thoughts, you can do so at clubclub at hardaudiocables.com. Next Tuesday, Soul Food by Goody Mob. See ya. Thanks.